It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Two suspects are being one case involved. The FBI is now offering $100,000 to see Welcome to Misty Mysteries, a true crime and paranormal podcast. This week, I'm going to tell you about a young pregnant woman who went missing with her five-year-old son in San Francisco, California. First, I'd like to tell you a short story about a teen girl who predicted her own death. Kathy Hobbs had a premonition from a very young age that she wouldn't live past the age of 16, but it wasn't until she moved with her family to an apartment in Las Vegas that she seemed to relax. She started to make friends and enjoy her teen years till shortly before her 16th birthday when she developed agoraphobia. She refused to leave her house, but her 16th birthday came and went. She believed maybe she was wrong and she started to go out to live her life. She started hanging out with her friends and going to parties. She even set a goal to become a beautician and eventually open up her own salon. On July 23rd, 1987, Kathy went to the store to buy herself a new book, but on July 24th, when her mother woke up to Kathy not in bed, she knew something was wrong and called the police. They found evidence she got to the store and bought her book, leaving the store at 11.17pm, but it wasn't until 9 days later, a geologist looking for crystals found Kathy Hobbs' body in a remote field near Lake Mead, about an hour away from Las Vegas. She was killed around 3 a.m. on the 24th when her killer hit her repeatedly in the head. She had also been sexually assaulted. To make Kathy's case even stranger than her own premonition of her death, at 3 a.m. on the 24th, her mother had woken up to horrible pain in her head as if someone hit her in the head. The police struggled with Kathy's case till October 24th when an anonymous person called the police to let them know they saw two men abduct Kathy and put her in a car. They were able to remember the license plate number to give the police. Police thought this person seemed suspicious themselves and marked them as a suspect. Her murder was solved years later when police found Michael Lee Lockhart, a serial killer from Toledo, Ohio, had stolen a vehicle that had a license plate number matching the one given to them by the anonymous caller. When he was questioned about Kathy Hobbs' death, he confessed. Michael Lee Lockhart was executed on December 9, 1997 in the Have you heard of Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. When I started Misty Mysteries, I didn't know where to go, and Anchor helped me get Misty Mysteries started without charging me an arm and a leg. Anchor is really my suggestion for anyone looking to start a podcast. It has tools that allow you to record and edit in-app or on the website, Anchor distributes your podcast on all the listening places such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, and all your favorite listening places. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and best of all, it's totally free on Anchor FM and on the Anchor app. State of Texas. Evelyn Hernandez moved from El Salvador to the United States in 1992 when she was 14 years old, to be with her mother and sisters who were already in the United States. 
She started going to school and taking English classes. Her teachers described her as being shy, but they believed that was because she didn't know English as well as the other students. Despite this, Evelyn excelled in school. She was described as being a very smart woman. Evelyn ended up having her first child at the age of 17 with her high school boyfriend. When her son Alexis Hernandez was born, his father and Evelyn's boyfriend ended up joining the Navy and deciding not to be a part of their life. Evelyn was a very strong woman, and as a single mother to Alexis, or as who is better known as Alex, worked two jobs, one at the local Costco and one at the Cliff Royal Hotel, while going to school to be a nurse. She ended up finishing school and becoming a licensed practical nurse, or better known as an LVN. Her and Alex lived in the Amazon Crocker area of San Francisco, California, and they were very happy, just Evelyn and Alex. When she was 23 years old, she started to date a man named Herman Aguilera. The two seemed very happy together. Herman Aguilera was 36 when he met Evelyn. He drove for a limousine company that would pick people up at the San Francisco airport. He seemed like a good guy and Evelyn could see herself marrying him and having more kids. Just about a year into their relationship, she found out she was pregnant with her second baby. Evelyn was very excited for this pregnancy. She was in a stable home with a good job. She was able to take care of her son Alex and she was with a man she loved. She was super excited to tell Herman the good news, but when she told him, things did not go as she planned. Herman was not happy she was pregnant and Evelyn was confused why he felt that way. That was until she called Herman's mother to tell her the news and ask her why he may be feeling upset that she was pregnant. This is when she found out that Herman was married. Herman's wife had known about Evelyn and his relationship with her, but Evelyn had thought she was with a single man for the whole year they were together. As her pregnancy went on, it seemed her and Herman didn't continue their romantic relationship, but he would call her and ask her how she was doing and how the baby was, and she would call him and let him know important things happening in the pregnancy. Evelyn had found out she was pregnant with a baby boy, and she was going to name him Fernando. On May 1st, 2002, at this point, Evelyn was nine months pregnant. She was doing about a week with her new son, Fernando, and had started her maternity leave. But she and Alex still started their day as usual. Evelyn walked Alex to his school at Buena Vista Elementary and ran some errands she needed to while he was at school. She picked up Alex from school and on their way home, stopped at the ATM to get cash out. The two headed home to eat dinner and called her sister to talk about her baby shower her sister was planning. Evelyn had two sisters. The one planning the baby shower lived in San Francisco near Evelyn. Her other sister lived in Virginia and the whereabouts of her mother are unknown. But she didn't just talk to her sister about the baby shower. She also talked about how excited she was for the birth of Fernando, how different it felt this time around being older and having a good job, and that she would be holding Herman responsible for child support. May 1st, 2002 would be the last time anyone saw or heard from Evelyn and Alex. May 7th, 2002, Herman reported 24-year-old Evelyn Hernandez and 5-year-old Alexis Hernandez missing after no one had heard or seen from them and it was Evelyn's due date with her son, Fernando. The police didn't take Evelyn and Alex's disappearance seriously at first. They told Herman not to worry, that she may have left town to give birth or decided she didn't want Herman in Fernando's life after all. 
Evelyn didn't have a car. Her maternity bag was still in their apartment. She hadn't contacted any of her sisters or mother. No clothes were packed for either her or Alex. Both her and Alex's passports were in the apartment. A few days later, someone had found Evelyn's wallet in a parking lot on Linden Avenue and Canal Street. Her wallet still had $40 in cash and a disability check she hadn't cashed yet. California is one of the few states that offers paid short-term disability and family leave. Women on maternity leave would receive checks for paid family leave that are their partial wages they would normally receive for six weeks from the California Disability Office, which is why Evelyn had a disability check. Where the wallet was found is close to the gas station Herman's employers regularly used to fill up their limousines. But those streets are very busy places in San Francisco with lots of people coming in and out. Canal Street is also on a canal that leads out to the San Francisco Bay, which is cold, deep, it has strong currents and is also known for having sharks. Evelyn and Alex had been missing for around 14 days at the time the wallet was found. Weeks went by with no signs or evidence of Evelyn and Alex. Sadly, Evelyn's due date came and went. It wasn't till July 24, 2002 when something happened in the case. On July 24, 2002, a torso and a pair of legs had washed up on the San Francisco Bay underneath the Bay Bridge. The body was very badly decomposed due to the conditions of the water. The hands, feet, and head had fallen off the body. The police believe that this body could have been Evelyn because of a maternity shirt that was still on the body. The coroners did a DNA test on the body and positively identified the body as 24-year-old Evelyn Hernandez. Her cause of death could not be determined due to the state of decomposition and her baby boy Fernando, she was pregnant with when she went missing, was not found with Evelyn. Due to the state of decomposition of her body, they could not tell if she gave birth to him before she was murdered, if someone had performed a C-section on her, or if she had a coffin birth. A coffin birth, also known as post-mortem fetal excursion, happens when the pregnant woman dies. The abdominal gases will build up and push the baby out of the mother. It is rare, but happens in cases of decomposition. With the finding of Evelyn Hernandez, Herman was named a person of interest. He was questioned by the police multiple times, but had alibis from both his employers and his wife the day that Evelyn and her son Alexis went missing. Herman hired an attorney in September 2002 and has refused to talk to the police since. Just seven months before the disappearance of Evelyn Hernandez was the death of another pregnant woman named Lacey Peterson. Lacey Peterson's husband, Scott, was charged with her death, but before he was charged and on trial for Lacey's death, his attorney actually tried to use Evelyn Hernandez's death in Scott's defense to say there was a serial killer going after pregnant women in San Francisco. But Scott was found guilty of Lacey Peterson's death and the case of Evelyn Hernandez's death is unsolved to this day, almost 20 years later. With no new leads or suspects, her case still remains open. Alexis Hernandez has never been found. If he is alive, he would be around 24 years old. If Fernando Hernandez was born before the death of his mother, Evelyn, he would be 19 or 20. The family of Evelyn Hernandez still searches for answers around the death of Evelyn. They want justice for their loved one and want the boys to know if they are alive, that they have family who loves them and is waiting for them. If you have any information, please call the San Francisco Police Department 
at the Homicide Division at 415-553-1145. To leave an anonymous tip, you can call 415-553-1166. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Misty Mysteries. I am so excited to announce to you that Misty Mystery now has its own merchandise. You can buy your own Misty Mysteries t-shirt, sweater, mask, and mugs. I will have a link to the store in the episode description. If you like the podcast, please share with friends, family, and on social media. Speaking of social media, you can find the podcast on places like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On the podcast's Instagram till October 20th, I'm hosting a Halloween giveaway, so please go ahead over there if you like free stuff. Please leave good reviews for the podcast on places like Apple Podcasts and Podchasers. You can find the podcast on listening places such as Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite listening places. And as always, I will see you on Sunday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.